0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
1: Oilers Now
0: with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630
2: Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down?
1: Yeah, Digitex does that.
0: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On
2: Oilers Radio, 630 10. It's
0: 133 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to try to move uh, Brad Lauer, the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, to about 145. We're going to keep Stu McDonald, uh, who is... The Oilers, uh Chief Commercial Officer for the orders Entertainment Group uh, in studio for 12 more minutes. Uh, but not before I tell you the best pizza in the city. Still making a great Royal Pizza. Multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. Royal Pizza, Pizza Past, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated now for 49 years. 50 different Royal Pizza locations in and around the Edmonton region. Uh, for menu locations, visit royalpizza.ca Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. This app thing, it's crazy, I'm telling you, this, this internet thing might work out one day. I can remember I remember—I had to get convinced to go on Twitter about uh, five years ago. So, uh, How'd that work out for you? <laughs> well, uh, most days it works out pretty well, except when I get a phone call when I'm like in Nashville or something. Uh, this text comes in from uh, Darren. Bob, the building is great, but how in heaven's name did you guys screw up the bathroom situation on a brand new building uh, where there is enough uh, men's washrooms? And the truth of the matter is, this is actually a very fluid situation, no pun in- intended, uh, depending upon which event is in Roger's place, but perhaps you can educate our listeners there.
1: Yeah, it was, um, we could see early as we went in on year one that uh, that however the plans were, they, we the number of men's washrooms and urinals exceeded code and exceeded Rexall Place that it just wasn't working uh, and really um, hit its peak in playoffs with more beer consumption and more gentlemen requiring the use of the washrooms. Uh, so last summer um, we undertook a renovation of I think, a little over half a million dollars to add a number of more urinal locations and uh, kind of gutted a couple of the, room- the washrooms. Uh, and this year we've continued that with uh, more being added to the facilities so we're hoping that we'll get to a point this year that we've kind of found our level in it. But again, so are these all on the main level? Is it, are these in the upper? Uh, Some spread through the building. So, and, and that was, a, I think, a big bit of the thing we saw. In it, Bob was the the suites and loge levels, which, and you require facilities as well, went into the overall count. But because the volume of people on those is lower than when you get lower bowl or upper bowl, it was really more distribution than it was. Total washroom space available in the building, and so this this is the next step. And uh, we'll clearly that you know uh, Susan Derrington, our GM, and and uh, Stu Valentine, our head of operations, will be watching this as we roll out this year in both hockey and concerts, uh, seeing how the building performs. And it requires further adjustments. You know, we'll we'll certainly pledge to do that.
0: So if you have a male country singer and that's very popular with women, I I don't know who that would be, Luke Bryan or somebody. Uh, it's a different experience in terms of how lo- the the Facility gets deployed from a washroom perspective, is it not?
1: Well, yeah, and it, it's like most facilities. If there's, if you're really skewing to one gender in it, you've got the ability to convert the other gender's washrooms okay. uh, into it. So, uh, and that happens to a lot of facilities. If you're going in and you find out, yes, there's a there's an act that's coming in that's all male, or an act that's coming in that's all female to say, you know, we, we've got there's enough spread around the building that you can convert a couple of those to the other gender for okay. that one event in the okay. building. So, Stu McDonald joining us, Stu. What other things,
0: uh, I, I, you, you hosted the uh, Holinka-Gretzky Cup, 10,000 were there for the final. That obviously is going to be an event that hopefully grows over time. Uh, Bob Nicholson mentioned that the team, uh, as we fill out uh, in the Ice District, uh, will be in bidding for things like the draft and the All-Star Game, and uh, probably for 2021, a World Junior Championship as well. Um, but what other things would people notice if they hadn't been in the building all summer that might be different this year coming up?
1: Uh, the other, if uh, on the upper concourse, um, if you'd been up there at uh, the west end uh, of the facility, so uh, behind uh, the at the end, the order shoot twice on. Uh, there was a bar right at the very end there that had a really big congestion challenges around that. If you walked around the upper bowl, and that okay. you saw it nightly. Uh, that's been fully reconstructed, positioned against the outside wall at the end of the building There is More points of service, uh, which will speed service up, uh, but way better queuing situation for fans as they come into the facility. So um, lots of small tweaks like that. There's still a couple of others. Uh, significant uh, pieces we're just finalizing right now, um, but but that really is kind of the pledge of the club, is find out um, the, the must-haves, and certainly the men's washrooms were must-haves to get that corrected, and then a bit of the nice-to-haves, which, uh, again, making traffic flow along the upper concourse specifically uh, a little bit easier for everyone to handle. So uh, I don't think there'll probably be a summer that fans aren't seeing improvements when they come to the subsequent season, uh, but certainly there's two or three this summer. But before you say anything else, I have to say one thing. Since now I feel really guilty about pushing our new Oil Kings head coach, Brad Lauer, back 15 minutes, I want to point out, the Oil Kings open on Friday, September 21st, and that would be a great time to see him behind the bench for the first time. Buy your tickets now.
0: (laughs) They play uh, the Red Deer Rebels and it is a very uh, fantastic family-friendly uh, 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 price point on that. We've also, do we not have a game with the, the Nate McEwen
1: team? We do, coming up on uh, Tuesday, September 11th. Uh, okay. Tickets on sale for that, they're $25. Are they going to
0: wear one jersey this year or are they going to wear uh, the two that's, different-
1: a, that's an excellent question. You. Some investigative reporting required on that one.
0: Yeah, that was a little bit confusing last year. And are we going with one homogenized team name or is it just Nate McEwen uh, like it was? Yes. Yes,
1: okay, there we go. <laughs>
0: Uh, And by the way, Grant McEwen's trying to get into uh, U-sports into the same league
1: as as the Alberta Golden Bears. Great neighbors of ours. Um, Uh This obviously replaces the the U of A rookie game uh, that we had for a number of years. But last year, the the McEwen-Nate uh, All-Star team coming in was really, they're, they're our neighbors, and McEwen obviously a, a big presence in the downtown right. community arena attached to Rogers Place. So um, yeah, it should, be a, it should be a fun night. Um, and uh, the following night, actually, we are playing the Flames Rookies in Red Deer and uh, sold out the game. They got over 6,000. I think they're gonna release a few more seats before we're done, but just okay. terrific for all our fans in Red Deer. Uh, If you haven't got tickets yet, they might be releasing next week. Stay tuned. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yes. Stay tuned on that. Exactly.
0: Might have more for you there. Might be back going down a Red Deer again here. Uh, This is a question that we get, Stu, a question we got a lot about uh, three years ago when word got out in there. Hey, I was just wondering if there was going to be any changes for smokers. This text comes to us out of Edmonton in the near future at Rogers Place. I'm a non-smoker and was surprised to find out that there's nowhere to smoke at Rogers Place. A friend of mine was kicked out of a playoff game because he wanted to smoke in the outside washroom's porta-potty area. The security guy pointed out to a small 8x8 sign on the opposite side of the uh, washroom as he kicked my friend out. Seems like I can't be the only one, uh, one wondering why there is no smoke pit at the facility.
1: Uh, Not to say that it's uh, not our final decision, but they're city bylaws we all abide by. And uh, I know those washrooms for the playoff games were fairly close to the door of uh, the uh, entry to Rogers Place coming off the plaza. And you've got to be X feet back from that uh, before you can get into a smoking area, public smoking space. So that really is the, the biggest difference here where Rexall Place, you look, we had parking lots surrounding the facility here. We've got a sidewalk. And so it's really more about the city bylaw than it is any Rogers Place.
0: Quickly, uh, Stu, why can't you buy tickets? So uh, why can you buy tickets so cheap in states games? That comes to us from Wes out of Vegerville. In states in, games, in, in meaning in American markets, like you, why? And I mean, don't even get me started. The league's losing fifty million a year in Arizona. Yeah,
1: but. I think there's a good example, right? And and. and Hey, I've been to games there, and yeah, can you go down and get a $50 ticket that includes a hot dog and maybe a beer in it? For sure, but I I can tell you that that's not the... Ideal situation for the Arizona Coyotes and not going to allow them to survive long term. Uh, they've got to be competitive with the other teams in the league on ticket prices and sales volumes. But you do what you have to do when when you've got a lot of open seats in your facility. And
0: they got all. I mean, uh, I know guys that have up in La Crete that fly down to Arizona four times a year for doubleheader weekends, and it's yeah. that it's not that expensive for them to go. So that's uh, their prerogative, I guess. Bob, can you ask Stu about in-game presentation at Rogers Place? There have been comments about us. Asking people to be quiet if cheering too loudly. Uh, Is OEG looking at doing something to encourage a more exciting atmosphere? And this is, we've got two or three other texts like this basically saying, hey, what about the in-game experience? It's too quiet during stoppages in play. The the staff are not being ordered to tell people to shut up, are they? Definitely not. I mean,
1: they'll step in if someone's got profane language or, you know, maybe uh, consumed a bit too much. They'll monitor that. But, hey, we love a lively building as much as anyone else. We do have. I mean, we've known this for years. On Oilers fans, there they love watching hockey during the regular season, and they love letting loose at playoff time. And it's right. a different experience, completely different experience in the building. But we're looking to do everything we can. Um, I, I, I uh, it may surprise some people because uh, game ops is a very subjective piece. But um, our game ops team actually won at the the, the large association that covers. Uh, professional sports game ops in all of North America. The Oilers beat every other major league team out as the number one game experience. Uh, just two months ago at their uh, really? annual conference, and because
0: the text I get, Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. I'm like, yeah, well, that's because you went to Vegas in 30 degree heat, drank all day during the afternoon, and were totally as opposed to coming to
1: Rogers Place on a minus
0: 20 night in January fighting for parking. It's a
1: little, you know what I mean? And, and And it's and that's not to say, hey, we've we've had some success. We got great tools to work with, and uh, I, I know Rich Myers had a game day director. So you like,
0: guys won for, like, all four major professional yeah.
1: sports in yeah, Canada? Yeah, won hockey and uh, beat out Vegas in hockey, and then they uh, put the finalists for all four in, and we, uh, we won for that. So it was, yeah... And
0: and we should mention just back to the juniors, uh, Kevin Radomski and his staff there. You guys won the business award for the league for that this past year.
1: They did so. Um, and again, very fortunate that you know that family audience has been so big in supporting Oil Kings hockey, and and again trying to pay it back both in the game experience and the on ice performance. And and Oil Kings we think are obviously on the upswing with a, a lot of great young talent. Yeah,
0: five first round picks over the last three years, number two pick in the Euro draft as well. Final, uh, just an opportunity for you, uh, Steve. We have you on once here just to wrap up and. Uh, say a few words to the fans. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I'd say, well, first of all, Bob, to you. Um, thanks for all you do on, on our broadcast and on Oilers Now. It's great for us to have this connection with our fans and have allow them to have a voice. Um, sometimes it's easy as a fan to feel that you're anonymous, uh, but when you're in the building, uh, if you're at a game, feel free to reach out to... Uh, me if I'm walking around or Bob Nicholson he's walking around or one of our uh, guest service people like the message gets back to us and that's how we get better is by getting fan feedback the same if you if you're not at a lot of live games or any but you watch us regularly on television or listen to us on the Oilers radio network feel free to reach out to us and provide your feedback to us we're we're here to be better and and earn your investment emotionally and financially it's the only way we're going to stay in business and ultimately we want to reward you with the one thing that's really, really important. That's a big silver cup somewhere down the road. All right. Stu, thanks for dropping by in studio. My pleasure, Bob. Thanks right, for having me. All right.
0: That's Stu McDonald from the Oilers Entertainment Group back in 30 seconds with Brad Lauer, the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings and Oilers Now.
2: This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad.
0: All right. It's uh, one forty six. Thank you to all of you that text in at 6.30, 6.30. Uh, there were people that uh, were supportive and also challenged some people on some of the texts that came in and others of you that were even, har- well, I, I tried to read some of the harsher texts uh, for Stu to deal with. So thanks to Stu for coming by in the studio too. Uh, we have Stu in once a year and keep texting the show because uh, uh, we we do uh, uh, forward your texts. Uh, you can uh, text at any time on our Westlock 4 text line at 630-630. The Edmonton Oil Kings, you heard Stu talk about it. They open up the regular season September 21st. It's a Friday night against uh, Brent Sutter's Red Deer Rebels. Brad Lauer is in his first year as a head coach in the Western Hockey League. He previously worked in Kootenay and has spent the last several years in the NHL on John Cooper's staff. And we are pleased to be joined on the line by Brad Brown It's Bob Stoffer. How you doing?
2: Hey, Bob, I'm doing fine.
0: Good for having me. Yeah, thank you for uh, 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 rescheduling on the fly here. Uh, So this is you've been out. You've been out of the Western Hockey League for the last several years. So the first question I have for you is just how's you know what's it been like to get back at the WHL level through rookie camp and uh, and get yourself acclimatized to the situation here in Edmonton.
2: You know it's it's been uh, it's been very exciting. Um, you know we obviously we started we had started our rookie camp here on uh, on the twenty fourth. We had eighty invites um, along with some of our our drafted kids and signed kids. And uh, you know it was, it, it, it's definitely different I'm, than what I've been used to, but uh, it was very exciting. I enjoyed it. Uh, i mean, I'm I'm, ex- I'm look forward to uh, the opportunity to get back in the junior hockey. I know when I was junior hockey with Kooteny I enjoyed I enjoy my time uh, working with the kids and, and watching them grow as uh, hockey players, and not only as hockey players, but just as, as people themselves, and you know, I look forward to those challenges again as a head coach now here. Have you? Is it too early to gauge what you
0: have yet? And obviously, you're you know you're dependent upon Kurt Hill as a general manager. Yeah. Even though he, I mean he was scouting last year in Chicago, but he was with the league yeah. before. Uh, Jamie Porter, who's come over from the Swift Current Broncos, yeah. is your head scout. I mean, you got a bit of a feel for what you're working
2: with right now. Well, you know, yeah, I do. I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I've been very pleased with with, with training with training camp. Um, Right from day one, whether the rookie camp was, uh, I thought the the competitive part of it was was very very good. I thought the guys competed hard against each other. Um, the veterans, um, I really thought our our veteran leadership group uh, really uh, worked hard and 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 came prepared to to. Uh, Compete, uh, you know. I think that's been very good. I mean, the games have been really close and, and competitive. Um, but th- I guess the biggest thing for me as a coach, I need to see another team on the ice to really get a good feel for it. But um, I really liked what I've seen there, and, I, and I've, I've, I've talked to a lot of uh, a lot of guys in our in our leagues, some scouts, some coaches, and, and uh, everything they've said to me has been a very positive and they feel we are trending in the right way, and I'm very excited about
0: it. I know the team picked up a defenseman about a week ago from the Swift Current Broncos. Uh, I mean, this is a guy that got into playoff games last year for a team that went to the Memorial Cup, and I would assert that maybe the strength, albeit a young strength, of your club with some of the players you have in the back end. Matt Robertson, you know, is going to be going in the first round of this year's draft. Uh, yeah. Ethan Cap was selected 10th overall a couple of years ago in the WHL draft. Yeah. Connor McDonald can run a power play; is a right shot guy. Uh, do you see the D maybe the D core kind of being the strength of the team right now?
2: I, Bob, I would agree with you. I mean, I think, uh, we're all, all the guys returning have, have WHL experience, uh, that played last year and, and the years before. Um, Jackson Alexander, obviously we picked him up from Swift Current last week. Uh, they went to the Memorial Cup. Um, so he's got some, some, uh, games under him that had some big importance to his game. Uh, you know, just to have that depth, um, the, the, the type of defense, we've kind of got a really good mix um, as far as some guys that can really skate and move the puck. you got guys that can defend and and, and battle in front of the net. So I, I really feel good about uh, uh, the group we have on the back end. And I would say it's, it is probably our strength to our team.
0: Uh, A lot of people are going to be focused on Matthew Robertson. We're joined right now by Brad Lowry. He's in his first year as head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings. He's spent the last several years uh, on John Cooper's coaching staff. Um, You're going to have, and I know that Jake Neighbors is out right now. He's going to be out to Mm -hmm. start the year for the first couple of weeks. But, you know, Robertson's going to go in the first round this year. Neighbors is probably going to be a first rounder in a couple of years from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Ginther went number one in the WHL Bantam draft. He's an offensive yeah. guy. So we know about those guys and the, the potential for those players. I want to ask you about a player, a six foot five right wing. Uh, he turns 18 uh, on October the 10th, which would make him, uh, he's not eligible until the upcoming draft here. Right. David Cope uh six foot five i saw him play last year had a little bit of skill kind
2: of Mm -hmm. an intriguing guy for me have you noticed him at all out there definitely Bob, for sure he's been he's been he jumped up on the radar right away for me just watching him play Uh, um and you know a lot of guys the staff that were here last year just said he his, his upside is big he's he's been getting better um every day and and just watching him just going through main camp here, just the skill level for a big guy to be able to move like that and stick and, and, and handle the puck and go to those areas. Um, very excited to see him um, uh, develop this year. Um, I think there's a huge upside to his game just, just by watching him in training camp here. Fix
0: Polanski had a great year. Trey Fix Polanski last year. He's going off to uh, Columbus's camp. But you got a couple 20-year-olds that the organization traded for the WHL Bantam draft. You, you really need those guys to lead out of the gate, don't you?
2: We do uh we do and 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 you know it i I think our twenty year olds this year and i and I talked to him today is that I've been very impressed of the way they came to training camp this year. I think they're in great shape uh the the way they played the just the scrimmages that we've done we've had so far uh they've been very noticeable um working with the just watching them handle themselves right around our young guys um they they've they've been very good for me so far, you know Trey's obviously a uh, a very skilled player i've been very pleased with his his approach to training camp this year um i think he's going to have a really good training camp when he goes to the nhl camps this year um you know like i said a lot of our veterans this year that coming in i mean they're excited about the year and i really think they put the time in the summer to to get into shape and and to have a good year brad uh, we'll be doing this many times during the season thank
0: you for your time all right, Bobby. Take care. You bet. That is Brad Lowry. He is the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Again, they open up September the 21st. Uh, five first-round picks over a three-year run. Uh, now, a couple of those kids, including Dylan Ginter, will not be able to play on the team full-time until next season. Uh, they also have a number 2 overall European pick out of uh, Belarus. Usually takes a little bit of transition time with those players. Um the Oil Kings have got a couple players going to NHL camp. Uh, White McCloud's a defenseman. He's going to Pittsburgh's camp. I mentioned Fix is going to go to Columbus's camp. And uh, I would expect those players both back by the time that we get to the start of the Western Hockey League uh Regular season tickets available at Ticketmaster.ca and EdmontonOilKings.ca and Edmonton Oilers.com as well. So those are all of the locations there. Stu McDonald was in for an hour today. Again, I'd like to thank all of the texters. We got a couple hundred texts over the course of about an hour with Stu. We appreciate uh, you joining us in the interactive segment of the show. Coming up tomorrow. We will uh, have in studio Mark Specter, Stoffer, and Spector, every Thursday during the summer on Oilers Now, presented by Horse Racing Alberta. They wrapped up the Canadian Derby at Northlands. There will be a Canadian Derby moving forward. Uh, HRA, proud supporters of the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry in this province. We'll also have Ian Herbers, the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears, coming up on Thursday's show. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 chat afternoon news with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Reid Wilkins around at 6 o'clock tonight with Inside Sports. So long, everybody.
1: Oilers now with
0: Bob Stoffer, brought to you by Digitex Managed Print Services to keep your printing costs
2: down.
1: Yeah, Digitex does that.
2: D i g i t e x. ca on Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad.
1: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad.